Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades on five continents, culminated his ministry with a 21-year book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called a life study. This life study is the basis of our program today, which includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's life study. Luke chapter 17, verses 20 and 21 tell us, And when he was questioned by the Pharisees as to when the kingdom of God was coming, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, Behold, here it is, or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. This is Matt Miller with Francis Ball for our Life Study Radio program from the Gospel of Mark. Welcome back, Francis. It's very good to be here, Matt. I'm surprised how many messages we have out of these 16 chapters. And we've gotten more, Francis. This is just a portion of the way of where we're going to end up going with this book. Francis, in today's message, we will see Jesus as a threefold mystery. First, as the sower. Second, as the seed. And third, as the kingdom. The sower, the seed, and the kingdom are all just one, all-inclusive, and wonderful person. Before we go to Witness Lee and today's life study program, could you give us an overview of what we're in for today, Francis? Well, we're in for a real treat and I hope some enlightenment for all who would listen because this shows us that this wonderful person is not so simple as you might have thought. He's including as a seed and as a sower, or I should say as a sower and a seed, and also the kingdom. I'm afraid many, many of God's dear saints have not realized that there's this kind of progression to the person of Christ in his dealing with us, his believers. Not only he uh, sows something into us, and he becomes uh, the seed itself, but he is also the kingdom. I was really surprised when I got into this to see that this wonderful person in these three aspects is so meaningful to us. It shows that we not only have to have something sowed into us, but we have to have something growing in us that eventually will be the kingdom. And we realize through this message that there is such a thing as a getting regenerated, and then there's the matter of growing. And this comes from a sowing that he does in us. Well, Francis, I mentioned at the beginning that this is a threefold mystery, that the Lord is a threefold mystery. Uh, we're going to see him this way as the, the sower, the seed, and growing into the kingdom. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, of what we call this radio program. We call it the Life Study of the Bible. That was the name that Witness Lee gave it. And uh, you can see here in today's program especially, a sower is sowing a seed and This is really related to life, isn't it? That's right. And that seed is growing. And that's how the Bible ends, is with a building. So a lot of this ministry is focused on life and building. Right. It starts out with a sowing of a seed for life, and it results in a kingdom or a building. Okay. Thanks, Francis. Let's go on to today's life study now uh, from Witness Lee's original speaking on January 28, 1984. Tonight, I'm going to try to present to you a mystery. That is, Jesus, number one, as a sower, 
Number two, as the seed. And number three, as the kingdom. The sower, the seed, and the kingdom. All the three are just one wonderful, all-inclusive person. You have to realize chapter four is a definition of what he did in the preceding three chapters. After he lived, moved, ministered in the three chapters, he jumped in the boat and he gave them at least two or three parables. This no doubt, these parables <laughs> indicate what? Indicate the very significance of what he did yeah. in the preceding three chapters. Yeah. Whatever he did there, there was a sowing, a sowing of the seed. Amen. Uh, apparently, he was a preacher because he preached the gospel. Apparently, he was a teacher because he taught the truth. Apparently, he was the one who cast out the demons, and he was the healer. And he was the cleanser. But actually, I tell you, whether the preacher, the teacher, the caster, the uh, uh, healer, or the uh, uh, cleanser, he was the sower. You just consider a little bit. When the Lord Jesus touched Peter's mother-in-law and healed her, do you think that's all? I don't believe so. That touching, that healing, was his sowing. Something of the Lord himself was sown into that mother-in-law. There was the reality, the fact. When she touched the leper and cleansed him, don't you believe something from the cleanser has been sown into the cleansed one? And from the time they got healed, they got cleansed, there was a great change in their being. You see, Peter's mother-in-law got healed right away. She served. And the leper, right after being cleansed, he moved in a different way. And that indicated something got into that. Okay, Francis, we have to realize that his preaching in the first chapters was really a sowing. Apparently, he was a preacher, a teacher, one who is casting out demons. He's healing the sick, cleansing lepers. But actually, all of this was his working as a sower. Let's develop this thought a little before we go on. Well, this is really marvelous because we have to see in this how the Bible always is opening up the way of life. It's not segmented into teachings and preachings and uh, miracles, and all of this is in the way of life. And this is really to show us, too, that even our salvation is more than just being regenerated at the time we believe in the Lord Jesus. That's a wonderful start, and it's a start of life in us. But there's a continuation. There's the sowing The Lord Jesus here is sowing a seed, and he's sowing himself as the seed. And he's not not just preaching and teaching, but he's sowing. As you mentioned, 
He's sowing a seed into us that will grow. And this growth takes time and develops. It, it Not only that he planted, this, he sowed the seed in us, but this seed becomes the life element in us. And this seed grows until it becomes a kingdom in us. So we're seeing today, as you said, a mystery. These, these three wonderful aspects of this person. He's a sower, sowing himself into all these kinds of people. Sick ones, dead ones, demon-possessed ones. He's sowing a seed into them. And then that seed is growing. And as it grows, it becomes a kingdom. So we see how he's not only the, the sower, he's also the seed that's put in them. And he's also the kingdom that is grown up in them. So we're going to see these three aspects in this whole life study this morning. Well, I hope, Francis, that uh, there's some listening today that would be in the category, uh, maybe not as the demon-possessed ones or the, the sick ones, but whatever category the listeners are in today, they're qualified to be those who receive this seed. I want to read a verse here in uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 3. The Lord said, Listen, behold, the sower went out to sow. Yeah. I know that's what we're talking about, but that verse is so clear yes. and, uh, and poignant toward what we're talking about. I just want to be, I mean, the Lord exclaimed, listen, uh-huh. behold, the sower went out to sow. And that's the mystery we're talking about today. The Lord spoke to them in parables, but we have to be clear. This is the Lord himself as the sower, and he's also the seed put into them or us as we're listening today. That's right. Okay, Francis, let's go on and rejoin Witness Lee for more now on the kingdom of God as a seed in the Gospel of Mark. In Mark 4, he didn't mention the kingdom of God in the first paragraph. He only told us a soul went out to sow. But in the following parable, the kingdom of God is like a seed sown into the earth. Here you have the clear word telling us the kingdom of God is a seed. Now, we have to go back to chapter 1. Chapter 1 verse 1 says what? The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This one came and went out to preach the gospel of God, saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has drawn near. Repent and believe. In what? In the gospel. Now, what is the gospel? The gospel is just the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, the gospel, are just synonyms referring to the same thing. Now, what is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is a person. And this person is just the Son of God, incarnate to be the Son of Man by the name Jesus Christ. And this wonderful person is firstly the sower. Secondly, he is the seed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When the sower sowed the seed into our 
human beings. This is the kingdom. Have you got it? Francis, the gospel is just the kingdom, and the kingdom is just a person, the wonderful person, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This one is the kingdom. First, he's the sower, then he's the seed, and once that seed gets into us, it becomes the kingdom of God. Francis, why is this so important to us as believers today? The reason this is so important is because there is a misconception that the kingdom is some time that will come when the Lord will exercise his uh, authority and his dominion, and that that will be the kingdom. But I don't think I ever realized before I heard this ministry that this kingdom is really a person, that Christ is not only the sower and he's the seed that's sown into us, but that growing of that seed brings us into the kingdom or brings the kingdom into us. So this, the kingdom, as well as the seed and the sower, is one wonderful person. As you pointed out at the beginning of this program, this seed was sown into the earth. So the kingdom of God is here, sown as a seed. And now that kingdom will grow. As the seed increases in its growth, it becomes the kingdom. So the same person that is the sower and the seed is also the kingdom. So when he grows in us, we become a part of his kingdom. You know, Francis, one of the striking terms to me when I first contacted this ministry was this phrase that Witness Lee uses a lot, the growth in life. Yes. I think that was a phrase I was never familiar with that before. Growth in life? Growth in life? (laughs) What does that mean? Well, I think in today's program especially, we, we can really see the growth in life, can't we? Oh, this is very, very important, and very important that we see this. I was in the same boat that you were in. That was, I uh, I knew that I was saved because I believed in the Lord Jesus. And I heard John 3.16, God so loved the world, and if you believe in him, you'll never die. But I never had the sense that there was a process need to go on within my being to make me a member of the kingdom of God, a part of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is just Christ growing in us. So uh, I think we all need to see, and I hope many of the listeners would realize that just being saved and forgiven of your sins is not the end of the road. That's the beginning of a wonderful life that's being sown into us all the time as we hear the words of this ministry and we read the Bible, we see that there's more and more to our growing than we really realize. It's not that suddenly you'll be caught away to heaven and there'll be no more experiences of life. No, this life that's sown into us as a seed is growing continually by the use of the Word, by the use of the ministry of the Word, and by the fellowship we have with one another. This seed is growing, not only delivering us, from all our diseases, but he is growing in us to be the kingdom of God in us, and we will be in that kingdom. You know, Francis, uh, we've got one more section with Witness Lee here, and we're going to see more about this matter of growing and this matter of life, uh, but it's from the uh, aspect of 1 Corinthians 3.9, which is uh, a farm. I'd like to read that before we go on. It says, for we are God's fellow workers, you 
are God's cultivated land. Uh-huh. Some translations call that you are God's farm, God's building. Let's rejoin Witness Lee for the conclusion of today's life study program. This kingdom, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9, is the farm. The farm growing what? God's farm grows Christ. Amen. In the gospel, he came to sow. In Revelation, he came to reap. What he sowed in Mark 4 was growing in the epistles. And it will be ripe in Revelation chapter 14. And there, the Bible says, the harvest on this earth is ripe. And the time of harvest has come. What will be that harvest? I tell you, all the children called and matured believers. Now, let's come back to Mark. In Mark, we have seen a life that lives according to God's New Testament economy. Whatever he did, that was the sowing. That was the sowing of this life. What life? A life that lives according to God's New Testament economy. Dear saints, i like to impress you tonight. I hope so. And I surely, while I'm speaking, I look to the Lord for his mercy and grace that you all may see something tonight. Let me see this. Do you know? Through the 6,000 years of human history, all the things have been invented and have been uh, collected and have been uh, put together. What things, let me tell you? Religion, ethics, morality, the improvement of character, philosophy of human life, plus how to be holy, how to be spiritual, how to uh, be victorious. How to, how to, how to. The strange thing is this. In this book of Mark, you couldn't find any one of these. Jesus didn't try to improve people's character. Jesus didn't teach ethics. Morality. Jesus, of course, never taught anything philosophical. Am I right? He was in another kingdom. The kingdom of God. How about this? Then what he did? What he did? (laughs) He lived. He lived to do what? He lived to do One thing, to sow the kingdom of God like a seed. 
Francis, in the previous 4,000 years, all kinds of things were developed. Witness Lee mentioned several culture, religion, ethics, morality, philosophy, spiritual things. Yet in this book, the book of the Gospel of Mark, Jesus never mentions any of these. It's interesting. He didn't preach to people to be cultured, religious, ethical, moral, etc. What he did was to live such a life and then to sow the life into the people as the kingdom of God. Your final thoughts on today's program, Francis. To me, this is the most wonderful thing about the Gospel of Mark. I'm afraid this book has been very much minimized. In Mark, we don't see Jesus teaching people to keep the law or to be moral or cultured. No, his ministry was a sowing of a living seed, and this seed is Christ himself being sown into us. But it's not just one time accepting Jesus as the Son of God, but it's really believing the gospel. The gospel includes the growth in life, even to the point that the kingdom is coming. The kingdom is here by growing in us. The kingdom was what uh, the Lord was ministering when he was uh, doing all these sowing experiences that we saw in the first three chapters, when he would heal the sick and he would cast out demons so on. This was a sowing, and the sowing produces a kingdom. The kingdom, he said, is among you. That means he's in your midst right now. So this kingdom is a person, the person of Christ, sown into the believers and growing in the believers till you have the full kingdom where the Lord Jesus is the king. He is the kingdom, and we are in this kingdom by the growth in life, not by keeping certain uh, principles and certain conducts. This is a life matter, and I really agree with you. The, one of the mo- most important things that we have realized in this ministry over the years is that it's altogether a matter of the growth of life. So life is what was ministered to, to the people by the Lord Jesus in the gospel in Mark. So I hope that today we could have a realization that there is the real need for the continual sowing of Jesus, the seed of the kingdom, into us until we grow to be Christ as the kingdom. We're the same as he is in life and in nature. And just to make it clear, Francis, when we say the growth in life, we mean the growth of Christ's life, the growth of the divine life. Uh, the natural life needs to be denied and put on the cross, but the divine life needs to grow. That's the life we're talking about when we talk about the growth in life. All these other things that are so uh, seemingly so important, the culture and the ethics and so on, even scriptural things, are not the real key. The key is Christ growing in us. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. As Colossians 1.27 says. Well, We've run out of time, Francis. Uh, Thanks for coming in and being with us today. Thank you for having me come in. And thank you also for joining us. We hope you'd call us at 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. To find out how you can get hold of the printed materials that go along with these radio programs, we've got a lot of materials that support what we've spoken today. You can also go to our website at lsm.org and you can see a lot of the supporting life study materials actually online at our website if you have internet access. You could also email us at radio 
at lsm.org or write to Living Stream Ministry, P.O. Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. On behalf of Francis Ball, this is Matt Miller. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you'll join us again as we continue with the life study of Mark. In both the first and last book of the Bible, God presents himself to man as the tree of life. Throughout the Bible, God is portrayed as food for man to eat and life for man to enjoy. In the tree of life, Witness Lee presents a view of God's heart that is little understood and seldom experienced by Christians today, revealing that it is God's desire that we receive Christ experience Christ, and enjoy Christ as our moment-by-moment supply. The Tree of Life from Living Stream Ministry is available at Christian bookstores everywhere. Or you can order by calling 1-888-543-3788. That's 1-888-543-3788.